Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of the Impact Play. We are your weekly source for the latest news, updates, discussions, and debates that brings out to beyond just gaming. We're not only blurring the lines between gaming, entertainment, sports, and music. We're even amplifying those voices from those respective fields and having those stories told here on the Impact Play. Join us as we record our show live over at Twitch.tv backslash the Impact Play by clicking on that notification bell. So you, will be so you will be notified when we do go live, or later on YouTube, or even on your favorite podcast platform. Just simply search for The Impact Play. While we consume your content, wherever you consume it, we are there. Join us on Patreon, or Silver Recruits and above, get the show ad-free. Go to Recruits and above, have exclusive access to not only the post show, but they can even call in to be a part of the lunch experience, plus early, early access to our bonds and so much more. Learn more and become a Patreon supporter today at patreon.com backslash the impact play. I'm your host Mohammed, otherwise known as Itsyaku. This is episode 118. In celebration of National Hispanic Heritage Month, we'll, we will be amplifying Hispanic and Latinx voices throughout gaming, entertainment, sports, and music. If there's anyone you know they believe that deserves the chance to be in that limelight, be sure to tag them over on our pin post over on Twitter at the Impact Play. On the agenda, we have Marvel's Avengers finally arrives on Game Pass, Activision Blizzard's settlement, Sony acquires Bluepoint Games, the biggest announcement headed to the Tokyo Games Show, Scarlett Johansson and Disney have reached a settlement, the WNBA playoffs are underway, the NBA season has returned. Meek Mill's latest album is out now, plus iHeartRadio's 2021 Jingle Ball Tour, in addition to the top stories of the week. So without further ado, we're going to head into our very first segment where we discuss what we have been playing, what we have been enjoying, and essentially what we have been up to. So, uh, let's get into it. If you guys are aware, if you guys have been following us at twitch.tv backslash the Empire play, you'll know that we do a live uh, playthroughs of the games essentially we're playing. Uh, we, we've been in, in, a, in and out of Rocket League, but what we have been playing is Halo Infinite, the flight test, the uh, alpha beta, to be more precise. And we've just been having a blast. Oh, and hopefully after we do we do the post show later on tonight, we're going to be playing some more Halo Infinite. As much as get as much time into it as much as we can. Then earlier today, I ended up watching Venom: Let There Be, Car- Let there Be Carnage, which I'll discuss, which is one of our new stories uh, later in the podcast. And we're going to be doing a spoiler cast for you guys as well. That will be uploaded sometime this week. Uh, Venom. Gaming wise. Yeah, essentially, just I've been on Halo Infinite this past week. Literally, Halo Infinite and a little bit of Rocket League. Uh, yeah, that's about it. Oh, uh, I've watched uh, What If, I've been keeping up with it. If you guys are interested in, the, in our latest spoiler cast for uh, the next two, the season finale, it's it's up on our YouTube channel, youtube.com backslash the Empire Flame. We have a whole bunch of reaction videos up there you can check out as well. So literally every day we've been uploading content that you could always, you could always check out. So to support us even further, subscribe to our YouTube channel. Uh, that's it. Why? That's it, literally. Um, yeah. So without further ado, we're going to hop into the news. And we're going to start with your gaming play, folks. I could find it. I'll find it. Okay. So here is something that's kind of news uh, that's kind of uh, just came out recently. There is a 20th anniversary showcase for Ghost Recon on October 5th, and there's going to be a live stream on both Twitch, on Ubisoft's Twitch and YouTube channels as well. So there's a uh, new content behind the scenes, a world uh, premiere for a new project. It's 10, 15 a.m. Pacific, so 11, 12, 1 p.m. Eastern Eastern time. 1.15, but yeah, around, around 1 p.m. Uh, yeah, literally, that's it. That's all it has. And this room is, is going to be uh, Tomb Raider related as well. Some Tomb Raider crossover. But take that with a grain of salt and just expect some great things in that showcase. 
did see something. Give me a second, folks. Where are you? Okay, found that. Now. Okay. With that, Marvel's Avengers finally has finally arrived an Xbox Game Pass. And I've said, and I've said my thoughts on this game before. I felt like it's too much for it to be a $60 game, which it's literally a live action game with content, with DLC you could purchase with, you know, literally digital content you could purchase in the game. If it was a full-fledged game with no uh, digital content, that, that'll be fine. But it's still a full-fledged, it's a live-action game on top of it. So, when I first picked the beta, it was it was okay. It was pretty decent. It wasn't, it wasn't too bad. But, I haven't purchased it because I felt like, literally from then on, that it needs to be free-to-play for it to survive. And it hasn't done well at all. But this is the next best, the next best thing. It arrived on Game, pa Game Pass on September 30th. For PC, cloud, and on console. So it also supports smart delivery. So no matter which, uh, no matter which version of the console version you're you're playing, you'll know you how you'll know you'll be automatically playing the best version. Ooh, here's something even better. The War for Wakanda update will be included to the Game Pass version of it as well. But yeah, literally. So I haven't downloaded, so I'll give that a shot sometime this week. But yeah, and of course we're going to live stream that as well. Moving on. Activision Blizzard has, Activision Blizzard has reached a settlement with the Equal Employment Opportunity Commission, one of the U.S. government's bodies that has been investigating workplace issues at the Call of Duty publisher. News of the EEOC's examination of Activision Blizzard first emerged last week with suggestions that it could lead to a settlement. The publisher has now detailed the requirements of the settlement, although it is still waiting for approval from the courts. Activision Blizzard has promised to create an $18 million fund to compensate and make amends to eligible complainants. Okay, I was making sure I read that right. With the EEOC to determine who's eligible, how much relief they are entitled to. They are open to current. This will be open to current and former Activision Blizzard employees who have worked at any of the company's U.S. locations since September 1st, 2016. Any money left over will be donated to charities focusing on promoting awareness around harassment and gender equality. And, and the other promise that they've made in, 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 uh, in addition to this agreement include a proposal to develop software tools and training programs that improve workplace policies and practices. And it will also hire an, an internal equal opportunity employment coordinator and bring in a neutral third-party EEO consultant to ensure it is complying with the agreement. This is a great first step, but then again, I have to see it in action. I have to see it when it's actually in place without just words on a piece of paper. So hopefully this will mark the first step to a much more diverse, uh, diverse, uh, I guess... What's the word I'm looking for? Diverse inclusion from people of variety of backgrounds and then and then who like different types of people essentially in that space. Different minds will lead to greater things. If you have just one person, you know, you won't go you won't have you won't have any feedback from any type of people anywhere else. But yeah. I'm definitely uh, hopefully this will lead to greater things. And greater changes. Moving on. Battlefield 2042 open beta dates have been confirmed for early October. So the open beta is October 5th through the 10th. It's enabled for all players. Uh, let's see, what does this say? 
and you're able to play, you have a couple, and what's that thing called? Oh, specialist, uh, you could be able in the beta. Boris, a Russian engineer, Casper, a South African long-range expert, Falk, a German medic, and Mackay, a Canadian outdoorsman who has a grapple gun. So PlayStation Plus is not required for the open beta, but Xbox users will still need Xbox Gold to play. But, regardless of the fact, I'm definitely excited once it releases. Okay, so literally. So hopefully, we're able to stream this as soon as the beta's out. Moving on. HTC is holding a Vive product event just ahead of Facebook Connect. It's coming from Road to VR. HTC is gearing up to hold what seems to be a new product unve unveiling at, on October 14th. The company says we'll be hearing about some big news and a small package. There's rumors that the Vive Proton, the mixed reality headset, will make its debut. Or some form of announcement. But yeah, I'm excited. Like, mixed reality is the next step above just regular virtual reality. That's what I'm excited for. Hopefully they can make it. This is, this is the rumored project. Right, well, the image courtesy of uh, HTC. But let me show you guys what I'm looking at. So for you, wrong one. Yeah, that's the right one. Uh, where are you? Where's the window capture? Window, where are you? Found it, okay. There we go. Hey! Oh, there you go. <laughs> I messed up, but <laughs> it is what it is. <laughs> that, that's, that's it. Uh, how do I hide it? There we go. That's more like it. That's the one I was looking for. <laughs> this is what happens when you're one of my show. But yeah, hopefully I'll have a team ahead of me and everything. So you get RSVP to the event if you wanted it to. And I'm going to share this in chat now. If you guys are interested in RSVPing as well. October 14th a.m. Pacific, so that's 9, 10, 11 a.m. Pacific. 11 a.m. Eastern, sorry. <laughs> sorry, it's repeat, and I'll get for the update, and I'll update you guys as well. Rocket League Champion Series is nearly upon us, but before the team kicks off for the first regional of the fall splits on October 15th, no esport team decals are coming into Rocket League, and it's coming from straight from Rocket League as well. So I'm definitely excited. Following the game update on October 5th, the esports shop is being refreshed with 34 new team decals for teams across several regions. For the first time ever, this will include teams from South America and Oceania. All teams will get home kits that include team decals that are custom made by the esports teams themselves. Uh, the decals are for the Octane, the Dominus, and the Fennec. Will be sold in, will be sold individually, really, for Ranger Esports tokens. But well, whatever. The only one I'm interested in is Exet. They've been phenomenal. I'm definitely excited for these. these. These have been a long time coming. Alright. Oh, let me put my phone on silence. I don't hear notifications or anything like that. Oh, it's got my registration email. That's what that was. Congratulations, you were not registered for Global Deploy event on October 14th. Perfect. Okay. 
Uh, okay, here's some PlayStation Plus uh, games for October. Following a leak, Sony has now officially announced the free PlayStation Plus games for October. And it's coming from GameSpot. They include Hell Yet Loose, as well as a pair of PlayStation 4 games, BGA Tour 2K21 and Mortal Kombat 10. Of course, they're going to refresh on October 5th, but I do have to make a note as well. It's something that I kind of predicted. I believe I said October, but let me let me watch that clip. Let me put that clip up. Give me a second, folks. Should be on our Twitter or Discord. I don't know. I remember where I, where I put it. Let me see. Let's see if I can find it. Profile. Let's see. What are you? Oh, we have something news breaking as well. We've reached 3,500 views on YouTube. So you guys are really, really something. Our views have been skyrocketing through the roof. We've been reaching, we've been not only reaching, but also surpassing our goals. So we're literally, <laughs> like, this is not expected at all. When I first started, we didn't know which way we want to take the podcast or which route we wanted to go. We just focused on positivity. And now we're embracing positivity within not just the gaming space, the entertainment space, sports, but even the music space as well. So literally, thank you guys so much. And just help us break break barriers, help us break break levels, reach levels beyond where, where we know we where, where new tiers where we know where we can, can reach. And literally, one of our own, one of our current goals that we're trying to surpass is subs over on Twi- on Twitch. We're trying to unlock subs. Literally, we just have the views left, and literally just help follow, uh, share, and just lurk if you must. Because every little bit helps. So support the so support the show. Uh, let's see. Actually, I'm going to Discord. I should be able to find it there. A whole lot easier. Where is it on Discord? And. Let's see. Uh, what was I looking for? I forgot. Oh, yeah. Uh, prediction. There it is, host. My prediction all the way from June 30th. I'm going to open that up and I'm going to play it for th- you guys. Okay. And let's see. Where are you? Oh, here it is. Okay, now I'm going to show you guys what I'm looking at. Yeah. I have a few. Okay. Let's go ahead and showcase which scenes. Oh, there we go. It's already there. Perfect. Um. There you go, folks. Oh wait, no, wrong one. I don't know how to do it? Hey, what do you do? There we go. Okay. Okay. Feeling that it'll be on PS Plus. We'll see how that how, how that fares, or if I'm right or not. I feel like in a month or, or two, I mean three at max, that it'll be on PS Plus. It'll be one of those months. So the game's release is not until July. So I would say because July just started. Well, it's pretty much just something that I feel like I had to bring up since it is not October fully. So I would say maybe our. October the latest. Between now and October, this game will be on PS Plus. We'll see if I'm right or not. If not, I'll say I'm, I'm right. If not, I'll say I'm wrong. But uh, clip this as well to make sure that I'll have a reminder set and be sure to remind me. I have a feeling. So yeah, there you go, folks. So I was wrong. It might be released sometime later on before the year's end. But I did say by October. So I feel like I had to... Uh, take this into account 
hold myself accountable and just take just uh that's it literally just say i was wrong so yeah <laughs> and i think is i actually remember too i'm like wait we're in october and i didn't make a prediction so yeah there you go folks <laughs> i was wrong but it was a fun prediction nonetheless all right, we're done with the PS Plus games. Now we're going to hop in. Thank you, GameStop, for that article. The Game Awards 2021 date has been revealed. This is coming from a tweet straight from the Game Awards Twitter account. December 9th, live in person from the Microsoft Theater, Los Angeles, and streaming live everywhere. A global celebration of video games. So I'm definitely excited for that as well. What are your game of the year? What are you, what are, what are you, what is your game of the year? Let us know in chat. If not, let us know in the comments. If not, let us know by sending us by sending us a voice note in Discord and by sending us an email to rudyman at the and Let us know your thoughts and just let us know what games that you, that you believe deserves to be game of the year. And I've said this before, my game of the year was is still Assassin's Creed Valhalla, even though I haven't played it as much. It is Assassin's Creed Valhalla. And then I am excited for Far Cry 6, but I feel like it's not eligible for this year. We'll talk about it next year. But yeah. Moving on. Life is Strange True Colors Wavelengths DLC is now available. This came from straight from Square Enix. The newest entry in the critically acclaimed Life is Strange franchise, play as Steph. A beloved character first introduced in Life as Strange before the storm and uncover her story in the year before Alex came to Haven Springs spinning records, hosting a radio show uncovering long-hidden secrets and facing her future. I'm definitely excited for this as well. Hopefully I'll be able to play this. But I still have a lot of other games on my list as well, but hopefully this is one of them too. Sony acquires has acquired another longtime partner as it, as it announced today that Bluepoint Games has joined the first party PlayStation Studio system. Thank you, GameSpot, GamesIndustry.biz, for this article. From the exceptional PS5 remake of Demon's Souls to the cr- critically acclaimed PS4 remake of Shadow of the Colossal, Colossus, and remasters of fan favorites like Uncharted, the Nathan Drake Collection, Bluepoint has built a name for itself by creating some of the highest quality remasters and remakes in the industry. So it's definitely because these acquisitions, they always branch, they always start from a long-time partnership. They just don't come out of nowhere. But yeah, so glad that they'll be in better hands. Now, because they've been focusing so so much on PlayStation titles, it only makes sense for Sony to acquire them so so that they can be able to focus on them even more. New World hits 1 million players and day one. Several, several capacity also has to increase to meet the demand. It's coming from GameSpot. One million people have launched on have logged on on launch day, and literally now the server quiz are over an hour long. I felt like we had a this is a notable mention as well, but we haven't hopped into it literally once. It's a lot. I feel like because it is an MMO, we'll wait a little bit because it's a newly, it's a brand new MMO. So I feel like it doesn't make sense for us to play it as well. Final Fantasy VII, the first soldier, the upcoming Battle Royale game for mobile devices from Square Enix will be released on November. Producer Tatsuyo Nomura revealed during a live stream special during the Tokyo Game Show on Sunday. Pre-registration will start later this month. I'm definitely excited for it. I honestly thought this was a an actual game for like PC and consoles as well, but it's just a mobile title. The Tokyo Game Show 2021, the biggest announcements. This was created on IGN.com. And then we'll get, we'll get to see announcements from Xbox, Square Enix, Ubisoft, Capcom, Konami, Mi, Hot. Mihai, ho, <laughs> I don't, I know I botched that, but yeah, Bandai Namco and so much more. We have Final Fantasy Origins gets a March release date. 
We have Strange of Paradise, Forspoken, New Shin Megami, or oh, New Shin Megami Tensei. Okay, five. I was gonna say, oh, wait, the name sounds familiar. Final Fantasy VII, The First Soldier. We discussed that already. Yeah, literally, these are all Square Enix titles. Monster Hunter Rise, Sunbreak Expansion, and more. Sega's Mysterious RPG, and more. Okay, so moving on. Twitch has unveiled a brand new feature with that will help community members pay to advertise live broadcasts across other parts of the platform called Boosts. Viewers can purchase a number of recommendations as part of a boost, which will then push said broadcast to highly visible parts of Twitch. This includes the live channels will think you'll like tab, which gives users new recommendations based on their activity. Which uh, which is on paper doesn't sound too promising, but then again we have to wait until it's actually in it's actually been implemented, then we'll we'll be able to get better get a better understanding from it. I think you games industry that biz for that article. Okay, let's see. What do we got? So we are done with gaming. Now we're moving on to entertainment. And of course, we're starting with the Scarlett Johansson and Disney settlement. Has been the lawsuit has been settled. It's coming from GameSpot as well. It came as no surprise to everyone, Disney included. Since when Scarlett Johansson launched a lawsuit against the company for their breach of contract regarding the release of her Marvel Studios film Black Widow to both theaters and the Disney Plus streaming service, now the two parties have settled the suit, according to the Hollywood Reporter. And let's see. Oh, so the terms have not been publicly disclosed. But Deadline reports the settlement is as coming in at forty million, which which I've noticed before, which I've noticed after after her film uh, was came out simultaneously on Disney Plus and theaters. That Shang Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings, Venom aren't aren't on Disney Plus as well. well Venom is a Sony thing, but yeah, so we'll see. So they've been playing it safe. No Time to Die sets multiple records with 119 million international box office debut. It's going to come IGN as well. While while it has yet to premiere in North America, No Time to Die has already earned 119.1 million dollars in 54 markets in its international debut. It has become the first Hollywood film to cross the 100 million. Dollar mark in overseas launch without China during the COVID-19 pandemic. As reported by THR, 25th James Bond film earned $11.4 million in the UK and Ireland on Saturday, earning it in the records of the highest box of a single day for any Bond film and the highest single day earnings for any movie in the pandemic era. So I'm definitely excited for this movie once it comes out this week. And now we're going to go into Venom, Let There Be Carnage. As promised, set a pandemic record with its 90.1 million box office debut, surpassing Black Widow's $80 million performance earlier this year. As reported by Variety, Venom Let There Be Carnage also opened up in Russia with $13 million in ticket sales and will premiere in Latin America next week for its major international rollout. But I'll get into my thoughts on this into the spoiler cast because I don't want to take content away from this. From the spoiler cast into this, so I just want to leave everything uh, individually. So, if you guys are interested in seeing and hearing my take, and be in, be keep this in mind that there will be spoilers. It is a spoiler cast after all. So, yeah. Moving on. Babylon Five reboot is in the works at the CW with J. Michael Sharinsky. It's going to come comfortable.com. So it is being developed from the ground up. 
So it is still coming from Warner Brothers TV, the same studio behind the original. All right. Guy Ritchie's next film was previously going to be called Five Eyes, will now be titled Operation Fortune, according to the film's official Twitter page. Operation Fortune stars Jason, Th- Jason Statham, Aubrey Blaze- Blaza, Josh Hartnett, Kari Elwes, Bugwee Malone, and Hart and Hot Hugh Grant. The film is currently scheduled to be released January 21st of next year. Thank you, Clyder, for that update. The Bashwick Film Festival introduces NFTs to line up for its hybrid 14th edition. So it's coming from Deadline. The Brooklyn's, Brooklyn's Bushwick Film Festival has set the lineup for its hybrid 14th edition, which will return to live screenings and special events from October 20th to the 24th, showcasing the digital artworks known as NFTs for the first time in its history. This year's festival features more than 135 indie features from 27 countries, while it's long presented such awards as Best Feature, Best Short, and Best Series. It also welcome screenplays into the its competition. So once we get more updates on this, we'll definitely uh, talk about it on the show. Star Wars: The Book of Boba Fett has the date has been premiered and will debut on December 29th. From a, a new poster. Uh. Why does he do that to me? There you go, folks. That actually looks pretty good. I'm excited for this. The Book of Boba Fett. Moving on. Of course, we got to discuss the Squid Game. Obviously. <laughs> it only makes sense. Because it is... The must-watch show on Netflix. Even though I haven't watched it myself, I feel like it's not my type of show. So, yeah. It's the platform's most popular program ever. The the, the nine-episode series debuted... uh, Sorry. Depicts hundreds of people representing South Korea's most marginalized communities. A debt-riddled father, a North Korean defector, and a migrant factory worker, amongst others. Competing in children's games like Tug of War in hopes of winning roughly $30 million in prize money. Twist, losing contestants are killed. But yeah, it's been so popular lately. I started seeing clips of it on TikTok just recently as well. So this is a rumor going on that Marvel Studios has major plans for Charles Cox's Daredevil. Coming from CBR.com. Over the past year, Cox has been rumored to return as Matt Murdock and Spider-Man No Way Home, and in the forthcoming She-Hulk series for Disney+. While none of these have been confirmed, a new rumor indicates Cox is attached to yet another Marvel Studios project, Echo, which could serve as a potential fourth season of Daredevil. The news was shared on Twitter, but comes courtesy of Daniel RPK, scooper who is known to reveal industry news, uh, in- industry news on his Patreon. Per his report, Cox and most of the, of the Daredevil cast from the canceled Marvel's Daredevil series are set to appear in the forthcoming Echo series that's on Disney+. Plus. So hopefully this is true, because I was all these shows that were, in Disney, were on Netflix, I was excited for. Daredevil was the first one. So hopefully it'll improve once they release it on Disney+. Plus. We'll see. So we are done with entertainment. Now we're moving on to your sports play, folks. And of course, I'm not much of a sports person. Hopefully, we'll get uh, a sports-based, a sports more, a a host that's more in tune with the sports world more than I am. So first, we're gonna start with the NFL Week Four. Yeah, it's starting this week, and the Patriots has beat the Buccaneers seven to six. And then we have the final results from these past games. 
the Washington football team beat the Falcons 34 to 30, which is well. That the Falcons actually didn't didn't do too bad this time. The Bills crushed the Texans 40 to 0. The Bears beat the Lions 24 to 14. The Cow the Cowboys beat the Panthers 36 to 28. The Colts beat the Dolphins 27 to 17. The Browns beat the Vikings 14 to 7. The Giants defeated the Saints 27 to 21. The Jets def- beat the Titans 27 to 24. The Chiefs crushed the Eagles 42 to 30. The Cardinals defeated the Rams 37 to 20. The Seahawks creamed the, the 49ers 28 to 21. The Ravens demolished the Broncos 23 to 7, and the Packers have defeated the Steelers 27 to 17. And now the NBA season is back, folks. The first matches of the season. You, we saw Brooklyn defeated the Lakers 123 to 97. With Carl with Cam Thomas at uh, scoring 21 points. Uh, let's see something. Steve uh Millsap ten uh ten re has the most rebounds at ten and he also has the most assists at three. Okay now moving on to the WNBA playoffs. The Chicago Sky and Phoenix Mercury have the top two seeds in the twenty twenty one WNBA playoffs on their heels. This is coming from the ESPN. The six headed Sky are up 2-1 in the best of five semifinals over the number one seeded Connecticut Sun. After Sunday's 86-83 victory, Kali Cooper led Chicago with 26 points on 9 for 14 shooting. And Ali Quigley hit 4 of 73 pointers to add 21 points. Joquel Jones, the 2021 MVP, scored 10 points for the Suns, who were led by Dewana Bonner. Bonner is 22 points. The Mercury, the number five seed, gnashed their second consecutive victory over the second seed of Las Vegas Aces to take a 2-1 lead. Brianna Turner, 23 points and 17 rebounds. And Brianna Grinners, I said that right, 18 points and 11 rebounds paced Phoenix. Diana Tarasi, who scored 37 points in Game 2, had 9 points and 3 for 4-9 shooting. Deja Wilson, the 2020 MVP, scored 8 points, shooting 2 of 14 for Las Vegas, which was out at or bounded 58-29. Liz Cambridge led the Aces with 13 points, and the semifinals will continue on this Wednesday, when Chicago hosts Connecticut at 8 p.m. Eastern, and the Phoenix hosts Las Vegas at 10 p.m. So here are the... The score so far for the first round to the semifinals. We have. Oh no, we already discussed this, right? So we're good. We don't have to discuss the scores. I remember we discussed that in the article. So thank you, ESPN, for that update. And now we're moving on to your music play, folks. And we have five. We're going to begin with five uplifting moments and lines and line music this week. Jay, uh, for Series XM, Jay Belvin has created an exclusive two-week limited channel featuring ane- anecdotes from the making of his album Jose. He's also f- he's also flaunting his radio host abilities with two original shows, Headbang with Jose, where he will feature some of his favorite rock tunes, and La Hora. Rombera, where he will feature classic tropical tunes, part of Series XM and Pandora's small stage series. An exclusive Belvin performance will air at 10 p.m. Eastern on October 13th. On the X, uh, uh, via satellite and, and on the XM app, J Belvin Radio will be available from October 7th through the 14th on both app and satellite on Channel 104, if you guys are interested. Reddit Table Talk re- returned to Facebook Watch. With an emotional episode called Betrayed by Trusted Adults, co-hosted by Gloria, Lily, and Emily, 
Estefan, the new episode featured special guest Clary Carly, the first Latin bachelorette. Both Crawley and Gloria opened up about their personal trauma, wow, traumatic experiences of being molested in their childhood. In addition to the powerful conversation, Dr. Ramirez detailing the warning signs to identity to identify abuse in children. Wow, there's a lot to take in. Give me a moment, folks. Okay. Colombian newcomer Blessed announced his first ever international tour, Hecho and Mandeen, kicking off November 4th in Europe. Throughout the fall, the former, the former Billboard Latin artist on the rise will visit cities such as Madrid, Marse Barcelona, Zurich, Milan, Rome, and Paris, amongst others. Nathan, this week, the Argentinian-born rapper Nafi Beluso dropped her version of Daddy Yankee's 2020, 2010's La Despedida as part of her Spotify singles, where she also shared another version of her female salsa anthem, Mafiosa. Pelusa gave the, time, the timeless reggaeton hit a hip-hop and pop twist. La Despedida. Didas is a classic that I'm proud to revisit. She said in a press statement, I really admire Daddy Yankee. I've always loved the lyrics, the harmonies, and the rhythms of the song. The Lusa's cover comes to the comes on the heels of her four nominations of the 2021 Latin Grammys. And we're gonna end this with well, this article with Chris Perez's uh, joined PATA's new campaign to remind people about the animals can die of heart of heat stroke inside of parked cars in as little as 15 minutes. That connection, I feel with dogs, is something very special to me. I consider them as part of the family. The former Selena y los Dinos guitarist said in the clip, When I hear about a dog who gets left in a car, it's really upsetting. It's sad it happens so fast in the one-minute video. You also encourage pet owners to take the right measurements or leave them at home. So I'm going to share this article with you guys. If you're interested in these Latin uh, stories, uh, over on chat. Britney Spears has finally been free from her father's conservatorship. But she's focusing on healing herself, coming from people. And now we're going to go on to the Super Bowl halftime show performances that have been confirmed. So we have Dr. Dre, Snoop Dogg, Eminem, Murray Jane Bly, and Kendrick Lamar. This comes from ESPN. The, NF, uh, the NFL Pepsi and Rock Nation announced Thursday that the five music icons will perform on Fe February 13th at SoFi Stadium in Englewood, California. I'm definitely excited for these performances. Not just one, not just two, but literally we have one, I gotta count it, five, <laughs> five headliners. But yeah. Sean Diddy Combs has announced the return of the Revolt and AT&T Summit. Coming to Atlanta, this is November 11th through the 13th. Three-day in-person event will aim to inspire, educate, and empower the next generation of black leaders by celebrating black excellence and hip-hop. With Offset and Killer Mike assisting with this year's event. And also feature host rappers Jay Herbo and Young Blue alongside N-O-R-E and DJ E-F-N of Drink Champs. So I'm excited for this too. Oh, uh, where are you? It was a hot girl for concert guards at the first weekend of ACL Fest 2021, where Megan Thee Stallion's set welcomed a surprise guest, Miley Cyrus. Miley rushed into the stage to dance with Meg, and the pair 
shared a hug in front of the crowd. Da, 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 da. So it takes place October 1st. Well, it did take place already through the 3rd. And we'll continue October 8th through the 10th. Uh, let's see the lineup that we have. Wow. We have the lineup includes Minus Mouse, Phoebe. I thought I said Phoebe Burgers, Phoebe Bridgers, Jack Harler, John Hardy, Phineas, Chet, F Chet Faker, Dermon Kennedy, Tierra Wack, Tanya Tucker, Omar, Apollo, Tr Trixie, Ma Mattel, and much, much more. Okay, now, moving on. Taylor Swift's Red Era is about to begin again. The pop superstar revealed on Thursday that she'll be dropping the re-recorded version of her 2021 album a week sooner than her devoted fans have originally expected. On November 12th, as, uh, as per a Twitter post. So thank you, Billboard, for that update. Ed Sheeran, Dua Lipa, and the Jonas Brothers, Doja Cat, Lil Nas X, Mega T. Stallion, and more will headline the 2021 iHeartRadio Jingle Pole Tour, presented by Capital One and making stops in Dallas, Fort Worth, Los Angeles, Minneapolis, St. Paul, Philly, New York, Boston, D.C., Chicago, Atlanta, Miami, and Fort Lauderdale, which is definitely excited for It'll premiere December 15th at 8 p.m. Eastern. Okay. And now we're going to move on. Moving on. To, uh, Post Malone's 2021 Posty Fest has been canceled. His third annual was scheduled to take place over Halloween weekend outside the AT&T Stadium in Arlington, Texas. Has been canceled, not, has been canceled but also moved to next year. Due to logistic issues impacting the production of the festival. Thank you, Variety, for that update. And now we're going to end this with Meek Mill's exp uh, expansive pain is out right now. For, for It's going to be on 7 p.m. For weeks, Meek Mill has been teasing the release of his new album, Expensive Pain. The album is finally here. Make sure the album tracklist where he, he has features from Lil Baby. Lil Dirk, Aesop Ferg, Moneybag, Yo, Lil Uzi, Vert, and much, much more. So you can, you can listen to that available on Spotify. And let us know your thoughts because we're going to listen to this throughout the week. And of course, we're going to share our thoughts as well. Hold on, let me see something. Um, Here's another update. I forgot to mention this earlier. It's kind of from Complex in regards to that album. So the Make Mill is using cities across the country to showcase it. Used cities across the country to ahead of it, ahead of its album debut. So let me show you guys uh, the article that I'm looking at from Complex. Uh, where's F11? Oops. Not what I wanted. Oh, <laughs> this is what I wanted. <laughs> Here we go, folks. On buses. On billboards. Buildings. On the ocean. But yeah. I'm curious to check something out.
doesn't have anything about the album. If you guys uh, do find out something about the uh, the album artwork, because I'm trying to find that out now, let us know uh, by, uh, by by email, by uh, on a Discord server, or even by on on uh, on the comments on YouTube as well. Why? Why this is uploaded later on? I uh, think. Thank you guys, I appreciate it. So moving on. Uh let's see. I think that's it folks. That's literally all we have for you guys. So we're gonna move on to radio mail. You guys are interested in sending us radio mail? Here's how you can contact us. If you want to know your feedback, your thoughts or even any questions you may have for us by sending us radio mail. I don't know server, I'm leaving a voice note over at anchor.fm. Backslash the impact play, even by sending us an email to readymail at the Who knows if we even be featured on a future episode or even a special readymail segment of the show? So, thank you guys so much for making the impact play a part of your day. If you should join our community server over on Discord, be sure to enter exclamation Discord and chat. Now, guys, we're trying to unlock subs over on Twitch and we need your help. Share the channel with your friends, family, anyone who believes will benefit from the show. Leave us a review of just already getting favorite platform. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. I appreciate every single one of you, and I'll see you all on the post show if you guys are go to recruit or above. Have a good one, folks, or everyone else. <laughs>